Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. That is right. I am back. Back from vacation. Back, well, from a lovely and delightful hockey road trip, everyone. How's everyone doing on this Monday, March? It's March. My God, it's March. Monday, March 7th, everyone. Hope everyone has enjoyed their hockey weekend as well. And yes, this past weekend, I got to do something I've not done in nearly two years. Get married? No, that's 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 coming up. But no, I finally got to say to my boys, or at least one of them, get in the car. We're going on the road to see the boys. We're going on the road. We're following them. We're going to the great white north. East. We're going to a place called Springfield, Springfield, Massachusetts, everyone. Boy, oh boy, was it a fun time to be able to do this once again. Now, back in the early days of this podcast, and before I even did this podcast, it is a yearly tradition that me and my two friends, we circle a two or three game road trip that usually involves the Northeast or Charlotte, North Carolina, and we go, all right. We're going to go. We're going to get hotel. We're going to get tickets. We're going to go, and we're going to have a lovely time on the road. Now, what kind of sucks about this is that <laughs> when we usually do this is when the team typically is in a slump, not doing very well, because we usually do these in February and March. <laughs> so, you, but that's not really the point that we do this. We do these hockey road trips to travel and see other fan bases and see how other teams operate. Plus, we also have a certain teams in the American Hockey League, certain arenas we love going to. Providence is one of them. That didn't work out this year. And on Friday, we followed the boys as they had a two-game roadie up in the great state of, checks notes, Massachusetts. Okay, Massachusetts, home of the Bruins. Home of the Sox, you know, when they actually play baseball. And um, two former AHL hockey clubs. Yeah. 
So, before we start all that, let's go way back to Wednesday night. Sorry, I got ahead of myself, but oh well. Let's go way back to Wednesday night when the Bears welcomed the Charlotte Checkers into town. The last time the Charlotte Checkers will be at Giant Center, playoffs permitting, between these two squads. And we got some news that Phoenix Copley had been sent down and Zach Fucali had been recalled by the Capitals. And, okay, good on him. Good on all of them. You know, we, we, we know that um, um, there had been some injuries with the Capitals and um, they want another guy up. We thought Copley would go and we'd get Fucali. No, they, they called Fucali up. All right, good on him. Good for him. Nicely going. So we get Copley for a while. Okay. So we have a really good goaltender, a team that is struggling offensively. At least we'll have a good backstop behind it. That's a good thing. But the game turned into, well, a goaltender's duel. Because you had Phoenix Copley on one end, up and down between the National and American Hockey League, a man who's been to St. Louis Washington and Hershey but on the other side Spencer Knight that's right you might remember him from such teams as the Florida Panthers and the Florida Panthers goalie shuffle of their first round playoff exit against the Tampa Bay Lightning next year now Spencer Knight has turned into an incredible talent for not only the the Florida Panthers but also remember they are sharing the uh Seattle Kraken's farm system as well so does that mean Ooh, could spencer knight go to seattle no he's contracted through florida the teams are not interchangeable the the prospects are not interchangeable if seattle can't say uh yeah we we don't want joey decord we want spencer knight florida's gonna go no 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 that's our bay that's our spirit animal bay stays with us we're letting you live in our house with rent you can rent, but you two can't go out. Sorry. Sorry. I don't care if you want a girl's night out. No. Our bay stays with us. So, um, so Spencer Knight, this is going to be interesting. And it turned into kind of what I thought this game would be. It turned into a goaltender's duel between these two teams. Because both these guys have done NHL time. They've done it. And... Charlotte, they're good. They're really good. Hershey is... Yeah. Yeah. Um, And we tried. We really did. Charlotte gets a goal late in the second to make it one nothing, and Spencer Knight stands on his freaking head. And if it sounds like I'm glossing over a lot of stuff from Wednesday, A, that was a bit of a long time ago, and B, there wasn't nothing there. Once again, the offense gives us nothing. Just nothing there. And Charlotte takes Wednesday to nothing on an empty netter, which once again, our six on five turns out to be total hot garbage on a stick. (sighs) Can't do anything on the power play. Can't do anything on six on five. I mean, what is offense? Okay, okay, okay. I'm getting upset. But... Okay, now on to Friday. On to the fun part of all this. I got Wednesday night out of the way. On to Friday. So, me and Jesse, we go up to Springfield. Now, I will give you more detailed of Springfield and our adventures therein on a special Thursday bonus episode entitled Tales 
from the road, Springfield and Hartford. And believe you me, boys and girls, it will be a bonus episode you will want to listen to if you want to hear about some great road trip stories, hockey history, and whatever I found interesting in the locations that I was to. So check it out coming Thursday, Tales from the Road, Springfield and Hartford. All right, but Springfield, uh, we are up in Springfield, and they play at the Mass Mutual Center, which is connected to a lovely MGM Grand Casino. I'm just saying. There's a casino there. I'm just saying. So the, the Springfield Thunderbirds, this is a really good team. Loaded with talent. Sam and Ennis. I have to be careful how I say that. Our boy, our former Bay, Nathan Walker. God, he's so good. Nathan Walker up there. Tommy Cross, former Providence Bruin. And now the wily old veteran, former Pittsburgh Penguin, former St. Louis Blue. And for all you Yinzers, say it with me. The real deal, James Neal. If you know, you know. And good on you for knowing. So I'm not going into this like, okay, okay, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe we can handle them. Maybe we can handle them. We took Utica. we uh, The best team in the East. We caught Utica on a bad night. We could do it again. We could do it again against the squad. And as we're watching from high up our seats... In the Mass Mutual Center. Lovely place. So, the uh, the boys, it's they're doing the best they can. They're trying to hold serve against a, a offensively talented squad in Springfield. They are. They really are. Offensively, they are fantastic. And it's hard to, like, okay, can we really, really hang with these guys? And while Springfield, their talent just signs as Sam Ennis is left all alone in front. Shoots and scores! Sam Ennis gets the first goal on the board for Springfield. And it's one nothing. Or crud. Crud. All right. Can't get the first goal. They're too offensively gifted. And, it's, and we get out of the period. Shots even at 11 and 11. And I'm like, okay, okay. You got out one nothing. Could have been a lot worse. Copley was a net. And, okay, just, all right, let, let's see if we can hang with these guys. You know, maybe we can get back in this. Well, a little bit into the second. Bears get into the zone. Dumped in. Long dumping. Shane and Mason Morelli just work hard underneath, under the net. Just trying to get some sort of cycle game going. What the hell is that? Throws it to Garrett Pilon in the circle. Just turns and fires and scores! Garrett Pilon, welcome back! For his 14th of the season. And the Bears are on the board. Huzzah. And it's 1-1. One, one. Wow. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. We beat Charlie Lindgren. Hefty lefty. We love him. We really do. And it's 1-1. One, one. Okay, fine. Fine. All right. We're good. We're good. We'll be fine. We'll be fine with these guys. But just a little later on in the period, Sam Ennis throws a puck up to James Neal. Oh, dear God. In comes James Neal. Looks on Copley. Shoots and scores. Oh, my God. James Neal on a slight, slight breakaway. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, 2-1. 2-1 Springfield. And did I get a little excited 
that James Neal scored, former Pittsburgh Penguin, part of their championship squad in 09? Yes, yes, I did. So, uh, yeah, 2-1 Springfield at the end of two. Maybe we can hang with these guys. Maybe. I don't know. But as we've seen over the past couple weeks, there is a one-goal barrier. And I honestly don't know if you know, a standard defensive team can hold this team back because of who we're missing. So into the third, the Bears get into trouble as Clody Clark goes off for tripping. Yep, that was correct. And then Big Beck yanks a puck over. Oh, God, five on three. Five on three for Springfield. You're going to give this team a five on three? Pekka, Walker, Sam Ennis, James Neal, Kale Rosen Rosen? Where, where the heck's the records room? Him? You're going to put him up there? Out there? But okay, okay, okay. A stout defensive team can win defensively. They can. And we're just, we're going to get set up. We're going to look this team down. We're going to stare them in the eye. We're going to do this five on three set up. Set up. They've hold serve for a little bit. Okay, fine. One minute left of the five on five on three. Rosen back up to Pekka. Looks over to Neil. Winds, fires, scores. Top corner. Oh, that's an NHL guy on a five on three. Just labeling the corner. And it's in five, three, one, Springfield. All right. Okay. All right, this is how, this is how it's gonna end. All right, fine, whatever. Okay, I'm I'm growing, I'm growing comfortably numb as Pink Floyd has once said when it pertains toward stuff like this, and I will get to this. But we pull the goaltender with three minutes to go. Fine, what the hell else can we do? Six on five. Yeah, this has been good news over the over the uh, the past week or so. And uh, they keep a good 90 seconds in the zone, cycling, trying to get shots, and really wearing this team this team down. Um, Springfield dumps it for icing. All right, everybody get back. And then Springfield tries to throw six guys out there. And the ref's like, hey, 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 you get off. And 19's like, hey, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, right, my bad, my bad. I'll just skate back to the bench. Hey, ref. Sorry, you love you. Yeah, sorry. My bad, guys. I'm just slowly gonna go back to the bench and and oh hey, hey ref, was 83 supposed to be out here? Was 83? Hey, I just want to know if I'm the right guy that's supposed to be out. Oh, 83 supposed to come off and not me? Oh yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. This is so embarrassing. I'll just skate back to the circle. Hey, 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 Lizard, am I the right one that's supposed to be out here? Am I the right one supposed to be out here? And I love how Zach on the radio was like, there's four refs out here. Let's get this right. And even I'm going, guys, let's let's hurry this up. Applebee's closes at 10. Come on. Let, let, let's wrap this up. You know who's supposed to be out there. Let's let's get a little bit more consistency. But the boys have been winning more and more face-offs recently. And this was really good. Vecchione's been better in the circles. Gets out to the point. Cody... Franzen, rester on the way, scores! Through crowds, through traffic, and three on two. It makes it 3-2 on a 6x5 um, goal. I want to say power play goal, but it's not. And 
it's late in the game. Okay, it's 3-2. We scored! Inject that false hope right into my veins. Give me that false hope right into my veins. And under a minute to go, 6x5 again as we dump the puck back in. Get set back up. Time winding down. Down. Copley's been off, and now... Now Springfield's pissed. Now they're challenging us along the boards. They're chasing after loose pucks. They are just, they're all right. You got one goal on us. This ends now. There's no way you're going to beat us. Franzen again from the point. Long wrister. It's in. It's in. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's got it. Franzen on just a long wrister that just dribbles past Lindgren. It's in. 13 seconds left in the game. And the Bears have tied it. 3-3. Holy crap. We scored three goals. We got two goals on the six on five. What the hell's going on here? We scored three. My God, we did it. We tied these guys. Yes. Yes. Even a couple Springfield fans are looking at us like, how'd they blow it? You guys really came back. You're a really resilient squad. Not really. No, no, no. But, but we've nicked a point. We've nicked a point. Inject that false up right into my veins. So it's time for three on three. It's time for the overtime. And now this is where speed and skill are going to play. And I'm like, okay, okay, we could take these guys in a three on three. Maybe we cannot get to a shootout with these guys. They are way too talented, way too talented. But, you know, you know, three on three, anything can happen in overtime. So who's the squad we got out there? We got, uh, we got Protoss. The Bears throw out uh, Protoss, Alexiev, and Vecchione. Oh. Oh, a big forward? A defenseman and Alexiev? Not a bad option. And Vecchione, a playmaker with a decent shot. Not a bad option, but you want to win the faceoff. Who'd they throw out there? Kale Rosen, uh, Matthew Pekka, and James Neal. Oh, we, we know why James Neal out there. They want him to get the hat trick. But okay, there's skill out there. But win the faceoff. Win the faceoff. So Protoss wins the faceoff. Wow, nicely done, man. And he goes, I'm going to do this and starts charging up the ice. What the hell are you doing, man? And in comes Neil and Rosen goes, uh-uh, you're not. Crunch right into the boards. Takes the puck away from him. Protoss is like, all right, my bad. I'm going to go back. I'm going to skate back. You know, I got Alexiev and Vecchione. They're back there. I'm skating back. James Neal, he's got the puck. Oh, no. Skates right in under the blue line to the top of the circles and just yeets, just goes right past Protoss. Who Protoss, he goes left. Neil's going right. What the hell are you doing? In comes Neil. Looks at Copley. You could see it. Oh, no. And I swear the eye contact was made. And what did James Neal say? He said, I'm putting this puck past you, Copley, and you can not Stop me. Into the net. James Neal ends it 20 seconds into overtime. Hat trick for James Neal. And that's it. Springfield wins it. 4-3 to three the final in overtime. James Neal with the hat trick. Three stars of the game. Cody Franzen with two goals, including the tire. The, the, the tying, not the tire, or the tying. Cody Franz in third. Sam Ennis with a goal and an assist. And say it with me, everyone. Your first star of the night from Springfield, James Neal. Surprise, surprise, surprise. 
All right. Thoughts, opinions, and insults for this game. Um, we nicked a point. And as my buddy Jesse once said, we, we didn't pull a win out of our butts. We pulled a win out of, we pulled a point out of our goddamn small intestine. I mean, just reached up there and took a point away from this. And sure, Springfield fans can go home happy. Like, whoa, James Neal's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. oh, we love, we love James Neal. We love this team. Now, here's the other thing. And I'm sure some people would agree to this. It should never have gotten to overtime to begin with. You're clearly better than the squad. It should have been 4-1. James Neal gets gets the uh, empty netter, and that's it. It should never have gotten to this. Credit to the Bears who tried. Who tried. But the the what the hell was Protoss trying to trying to do? You, you win that face-off. You win that face-off. You dump it back to Alexiev. And yeah, we don't have the skill, but why wasn't Gersich out there? You want a speed guy out there? I take Gersich and Vecchioni and Alexiev out there. Or maybe Alexiev comes off for Geiser, a big beefy defenseman to try and neutralize the 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 forwards. I mean, sure, you're not gonna put Protoss and Ger- and Geiser out there, two big beefy boys. But Protoss, what are you doing, man? By God's teeth, man. You're trying to be the hero in this? No. There are no more heroes. No. Win the faceoff. Get it back to Alexiev. Get set up. But instead, you got greedy. And it cost you. It cost you. And it cost us. So, Springfield. Loss. But, decent night. Go home. Get some. Go back to the hotel and get some comfort food. And you look to get back at it the next day. And that's exactly what we are going to do. But before we continue on, everyone, it's time for a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. The NHL season is packed full of dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. And as the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League, has your shot to win big, too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team to get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right, a bump in the win column means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you've got a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 or older restrictions apply. See show notes down below for details. And as always, on with the show. All right, everyone. So we are back. Thank you to our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, as well. It's time to get back to the action as we head to Saturday night in Hartford. That's right. I went back to the city that the NHL and perhaps maybe the hockey gods forgot about in 
Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hard fried. Well, it was a decent time. And again, you want to hear more about my thoughts in Hartford and the XL Center. Tune in Thursday for trails, Tales from the Road as we covered Hartford, Connecticut, but it is the XL Center, the mausoleum, as I call it, the mausoleum to the Hartford Wolfpack. As you can tell, there are plenty of Hartford banners still up there. There's Hartford Wolfpack banners up there. There is a lot of UConn women's basketball banners up there as well. It's a very busy building, but we were there for hockey, everyone, and out come the boys. Hunter Shepard leads them out. And Hartford is wearing their red alternate jerseys. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I have said my piece about the Hartford Wolfpack. I have at least their jerseys. I'm not the biggest fan of them. Um, They have gotten better as they went back to the big Hartford Wolfpack logo. Because for the past three years when they rebranded, they went to Hartford in diagonal word mark because, well, they're the New York Rangers affiliate. Let's just, you know, diagonal Hartford or diagonal Wolfpack, which, and they wear navy blue instead of the Texas blue that the Rangers do. I'm not the biggest fan of their rebrand because I know the look they're going for. They're trying to do sort of what the Rangers were at their stadium series a few years ago, ones that have navy blue in the shoulder and a navy blue body. But Hartford a few years ago decided we should wear red more and so just went complete red on a Saturday. Red jersey, navy blue shoulder yoke with white lettering and numbers and red pants and red socks with uh, blue helmets. Okay. Uh, They're not terrible. I'm okay with it. I'm still not the biggest fan of it. I'm still not, but I'm mildly okay with this. I'm mildly okay with it, but that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to play hockey, hockey, well, watch hockey at least. And I've seen, seeing some of my former friends, um, seeing some of my former friends there, uh, in Hartford as well. And it was just good to see them. And there was some people there. They said 7,000 bollocks. But this Hartford team is a very solid team. A team that can roll four lines. Who's got talent that's going to be on the Rangers this year. Um, Keith Kincaid 
let him out and has been single-handedly been carrying this squad. I'm I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say it. Keith Kincaid's been a very, very good goalie for them. So onward to the first period, and uh not much happened there. I mean, some teams got chances. Um, Hartford's playing a very good, consistent game. They know what they want to do. They can play fast, but they can also play big as well. It just sort of depends on whom they are playing. And again, they want to do speed and talent. Fine. That's Anthony Greco and Terry Brzezinski are there for. They want to do grit and grind game. They can roll all four lines. So that's doable. So the Bears get into penalty trouble yet again into the second as well. Five on three. For the Hartford Wolfpack. And uh, they win faceoff and just get set up. Side. Point. Middle. Point. Over. Wow. Liquid hockey. This is what a power play lo- looks like. Just cycling down around. Sure they'd shoot but fight it off even on a five on three. Hunter Shepard's trying. Bless him. Zach Jones up into the middle. Back up to Lundquist. Over to Loretto. Lines. Fire scores. Matt Loretto. Into the net, five on three power play goal for sh- for Charlotte, for freaking Hartford, and it's one nothing early. And uh, another game where we're trailing, another game where we try and we play hard, and we we put an effort, and fudge, they get a power play and just talent is beating hard work. I mean, I'm getting sick of this. One, we go down one nothing, and I, ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. We get out of the second, and it's still one nothing. But Hartford is really pressing in that period. They start pressing, and again, it's their work that their work and their talent is just beating our hard work. I mean, yeah, we'd have to score two goals to beat them. Can we do that? I don't know. Second period, one minute in, Alexi Protest fires Arista from the boards, and oh my gosh, it beats Kincaid. Far, far blocker side just catches the corner, not corner, far side, and they score. Protest tied it. Vecchione and Morelli assisting, and it we're tied at one. Cool. Cool. Excellent. Excellent. All right. All right, maybe we can handle these guys. This is a team that can roll all four lines and play grit and grind, maybe we can neutralize their talent and maybe get a grimy 2-1 win. Maybe. But a few minutes later, off Bears are coming out of the zone. Pilon gets the puck up ahead. Cross up, just comes across ice and whammo! Oh my God, he's down. Oh, and he's holding a... Sh- oh no, no. Down, come, down comes Hartford. A Bears down! He's down! Down, Hartford comes in. Tanner Fritz in front of the net. He scores. God damn it. God, Tanner Fritz gives Hartford the lead. Fudge. This is what happens. Freaking Pilon gets injured. Maybe the one guy can provide some more offense. And yeah, shoulder lull again. Now, were we upset? Yes. Yes, we were upset, but... According to friends who watched on the replay, it was incidental contact, and he went down. Sorry. Yeah. He was trying to get off the ice. He wasn't down completely. It 
it the the rule's not wrong, but it wasn't it wasn't he got laid out with malice and it was behind the play. Sorry about your damn luck. And the hockey gods just said, you know what? Nope. You know, you we let them get away with a near partial trip earlier, so hockey gods even it up. Bears down 2-1. Power play gets another. Hartford gets another power play later on in the period. And Austin Rusev or Raichoff, big boy, cleans up a goal in front off an assist from Anthony Greco. 3-1 Hartford. Lull. And that was it. That was it. Bears lose on the road. 3-1 in, in Hartford. Three stars of the game. Keith Kincaid, 24 for 25. Good on him. Uh, uh, Nealis Lundquist with three assists. And Matt Laredo with a goal and an assist um, for the number one star. The game winner. And, um, you know, all right. So, I'm honest with everyone. And talking with a few people on the way home, um, we drove out of Hartford that night. And for about the first 45 minutes, me and Jesse didn't say anything. Did not say a word. I'm like, get me out of this city. It's Hartford, but get me out of here, this city. And the stupid idiots of fans are going, Wolfpack, woo, 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 woo. Ah, shut up. In the words of Syl- Sylvester the Cat, ah, shut up. Hey, we won, bro. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, for the love of God. God, get out, take your win, and go home. Drunk, stupid idiots. Half of you don't even know what hockey is. Okay, okay, okay. You're angry. You're angry. You're angry. But, (sighs) Brian John, friend of the podcast, said this. And I'm starting to come around to this, and my one buddy said this as well. It's a lost season. I think we're lost. We're not giving up, but we're lost. Because let's talk about a few things there, children. Let's let's be honest with ourselves. Hershey, as of right now, time of this recording, Sunday afternoon, there is a batch of games that still need to happen on Sunday. As of right now, the Hershey Bears are 26-21, 21-4-3, 4-for-5, 56. That's good for fifth place. The team above us, Charlotte, is 575. Hartford, 602. Springfield, 625. Providence is 630 with games at hand. Providence, Springfield, and Hartford, they're going to start pulling away. they'll, They'll beat up on each other, but they're better. They're better. Providence has found their oats. Springfield and Hartford are deep. Are deep with good goaltending. Charlotte has offensive talent. It's a talent. And if Spencer Knight and Joey Decord stick around, there's a gruesome twosome I don't want to face in the postseason. Wilkes-Barre is finding themselves at 23-23. and They lost two over the weekend. Thank God. Bridgeport is still Bridgeport. Lehigh Valley dead last in the division. We right now, this Bears team right now, yes, we are sitting fifth. And friend of the podcast, Patrick Williams, thinks a playoff spot for the Bears should be secure or is secure, us being in fifth. I'm not convinced. 
I am not convinced. We could fall out of this. Six out of eight teams get in. But we still have uh, one or two more game, one more game against, no, two more games against Bridgeport, both up there. And thus, we still have seven more games against Lehigh, and Lehigh is three games in hand against us. That's 20 points up for grabs right there. That's 20. Now, I know, I know, we go off a of points percentage and all that. But Lehigh Valley could catch us. Wilkes-Barre could catch us. We have two games left against them and two games in hand. And it is no guarantee the Bears get in. And if you look at our roster, this is what we've got. This is what we got. And it's not good enough. It is not good enough. We, we cannot roll all four lines. The offensive depth is not there. We're being, we're, we're lucky. We actually have a, you, this weekend we were rolling with two good goaltenders that kept us in it, but just didn't, don't have the offensive support. Well, they scored three goals against Springfield. Two of them were late with six on five. One of them, Springfield really tired. But did you see what happened in overtime? James Neal said, yeah, I'm ending this game and you can't stop me. And we didn't. And we didn't. Because we get a power play. Who's scoring? Who? Vecchione? He's a, he's a playmaker. Who? Bobby? He's just come back. He's still raw. It, the, the bottom six cannot be relied on. It is not there. There is nothing there there. And I love that someone on Twitter came out here and said, well, Scott Allen is turning this team into a bunch of pansies. Why can't they stand up for their guys? Who's going to fight on this team? Who? Who? Dylan Micklerath? Mick Micklerath? He's more concerned about being an alternate captain right now. You know, actually being a decent guy. You want him to be out there throwing hands and throwing fists all the time? And take him off the ice just because he wants to fight? Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, keep telling me that, Bears fans, that you want a guy who fights all the time. You know teams that do that? Losers. Well, at least they stick up for their fans. Yeah, because you were... Lo- you, you're, for what? For what? You want to win the battle? What battle? It's not on Allen. Allen's been given a raw deal this year. He had talent to start the year. The effort wasn't there some nights. But that that is on coaching. The man is trying with what he's got. And what he got ain't much. And I'm tired of watching the squad go down and have no fucking shot of getting back into it. Because, again, Hershey, I'll tell you. When Hartford scored one nothing. I'm like, I don't want to watch any more of this. Hartford's got this. This team, before Friday, take Friday's game out. They have scored five goals in six games. They have not broken the one goal barrier and have not showed the talent to do it. Well, they won against Utica. That's a fluke. You caught Utica on a bad night looking ahead. You saw what they did to us on Sunday. That's Utica. And as of right now, if the season ended now, we get a three-game set in Charlotte, which is probably uh, da, 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 Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Charlotte. 
did you want to tell me the Bears could hang with that squad? No. Sorry. No. In a best of three, give me Charlotte and two. Uh, maybe the Bears get one. Maybe they get one. Well, best of three series, anything can happen. Like, sure. Okay. They get past that. They get past that. Okay. Okay. I'll take the L, as the kids like to say. Who would be up next? Providence or Springfield in a five-game set? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me that. I know this is ranty, but this is aggravating. This is frustrating to watch. This is frustrating hockey. And I'm sure Neil Valentino, hello, Neil, friend of the show, can relate. There is minimum offensive talent with this squad. The goals that we are getting are long wristers. We have not scored an in-front, dirty, grimy, greasy goal in weeks. There's nobody that battles around the net. We're cycling the puck out to the point and hoping that one of their wristers gets in. And when somebody tries to drive into the slot, it's not good enough to really do anything. Because we don't have a guy like a Scarbosa or a Molson, a guy who's going to get in the slot and battle. Morelli? I mean, yeah, maybe, but he's not a big body who can take it. Garrett Pilon, before he got injured, was getting beaten up all game. It's not even like, and yeah, Bears teams that have gone deep have gotten beaten up before. Like the uh, the 15 Calder Cup squad, they got beaten up a lot. But they had the speed and the talent and a really good bottom six to make up for it. So, but this time, we don't have the talent to make up for it. And I'm sorry, Bears fans. There's not much there, there. And I'm not sure when or if it's coming back. Garrett Pilon re-injured his shoulder. That's what happened on the hit. And that's twice within a month he's re-injured the shoulder. And I threw this out there. Do you shut him down? Do you just shut him down? And see in October? Maybe? Injuries and call-ups have decimated a squad that had a lot of potential that who knows what this team could have been. And I know I sang the praises of the squad at the beginning of the season as a contender. And if we had a talent and just weren't good enough, and if we were just hanging around that three or four spot right now, I would feel a bit better about it. But we're just, we're dangling at five right now. And you can look at me and say, well, it's only March, man. We still got another month and a half to go. Well, we do. And you're not wrong. But a lot of that is divisional matchups that are coming up. Because this week, there's a Tuesday night game against Lehigh. And that's a team that's beaten us when we've been at our best. And yeah, they're not the best squad, but we ain't much better. Friday night, it's back in Bridgeport and we bring the Phantoms back. Like I said, we got seven more against them. A couple here at home and one, two, two back at PPL. Actually, three back at PPL. Wednesday and Friday games back there. We still got Charlotte to go through. One last more against Hartford. The road is tough. The, the, the road to the end of the season is laden 
with more potholes and bumps than we've gone through on 81 and I-95. And the wagon that we're on, it's crumbling. It's crumbling. And who knows? This could turn around. We could turn around, but I just, I don't see it. And Scott Allen is trying. And fans out there are going to be quick to blame him, but he's not the problem. He's not. Just like fans quickly blame Troy Mann for when the season was flushed. So, yeah, another rant out of me. But that's what's just what's happened. We're lost. This is this is turning into a lost season. And it could just be one of those, well, we'll see how much hockey we got get we'll, we get and just retool over the offseason. Because it always sucks for what could have been. Next weekend, after this week, it's Canada. And that'll be interesting to see where we come out of after that. At the end of the month, the Bears have six road games in a row, all division. It will be interesting to see how things iron out or just play out. So that'll do it for the Gretton Barrett Podcast on this Monday, everyone. Thank you for whom we saw on the road. And thank you for your times, listens, and downloads, everyone. Last week's episode hit 200 downloads. Awesome job out of everyone. It was great to get back on the road. I truly mean that, everyone. And while I only may have done it once this year, there'll be more of those to come. Make sure you check out our parents, Parent Squad, the Caps Chirp podcast, and don't worry there, Caps fans. The last time the Bears had a season where they ended last, you won a Stanley Cup. So there's that. So also, don't forget to check back on Thursday when we will do Tales from the Road, Springfield, and Hartford. Will be fun. It'll be a smaller episode as well. But still, I will say this to everyone. Keep the faith, Bears fans. And enjoy the hockey that's still left. Lord knows I will. Because remember where we've been for the past two years. When it was gone. My name's Richard Blosser. And I'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears!
Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.